Welcome to a brand new episode of my weekly podcast. What's happening? I'm your host as always, P-Line. I hope everybody week is off to a great start. And going into this weekend, I hope y'all have a great weekend. As you know, I do a weekly podcast. This is my sports only edition. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about the AFC Central Division in pro football. For those of y'all that don't know, I am a Steelers fan. Been one since I was two years old. So we're going to talk Steelers football today. We're also going to talk about whether it was a good decision or a bad decision by the NFL to employ the review of past interference. What are y'all feelings on that? And I'm going to also give y'all a very good bet on a team that you can bet with and win money on all year. I'm going to make a strong argument for two teams that you can bet your money on all year long. Y'all ready to get started on this week podcast? Because I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk some sports, man. You know, over the summer, you know, ain't really much going on unless you're into baseball. And I don't like to get into baseball until playoff time. That's when I like to get into baseball because it's kind of slow. But if you like baseball, this can be an exciting time for you as well. Because you got the Yankees right there in the thick of things. You got the Dodgers right there in the thick of things. The Houston Rock. The Houston Astros been good for quite some time. They right there. So, you know, it's a exciting time for baseball fans because, you know, those teams, you know, got a, a, a they, they got a large a following. They got, you know, them, them teams been around for some while. So it's a tight, it's exciting, exciting time for baseball fans. The AFC Central in the professional football, the NFL. Let's talk about that. Now, as y'all already know, the team in the Central that's getting the most hype is the Cleveland Browns. They got Baker Mayfield, the number one overall pick out of Oklahoma. He was a rookie last year. He was able to win seven games for the Cleveland Browns last year. And I didn't think the defense was all that hype. That The hype that they got, I didn't think the defense was really that good. But they played well. And Pittsburgh would have made the playoffs had Cleveland beat Baltimore in the last game of the season. But Baker Mayfield missed the key first down he 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 threw behind his open target i think he'll learn from that this year in order to make it in this league as a quarterback to have longevity there's a couple of things that you need to have in my estimation of watching this game Years after years after years. And I've been watching it a long time. I'm a study of the game. I'm a study of players. I, I peep out the players' weaknesses and their strength. B- 
Baker Mayfield, his weakness is that he's short. But he got a good arm. Most people saying that they don't see his arm talent, but he has that. He get that ball to his receiver. Yeah, they underestimate him. When you're short, that's the way it go. They did it to Fluter. They did it to Breeze. The Saints traded Drew Breeze. I mean, uh, my bad. Not the Saints. Not the Saints. The Chargers traded Drew Breeze to the Saints. The Dolphins didn't even want him. I know they want to say it was his soldier. It was a shoulder injury, but that's not it. No one wanted Doug Flutie. He had to go to the Canadian League. And then every time he got on the field, the man made plays. And that's all you can ask for. Make plays because that's what this game is about, man. You got to make plays when you get on the field. I don't care nothing about your statue, how tall you is, how short you is, nothing. If you get on that football field and you make plays, you my type of player. Because that's what I care about. Because that's what you're getting paid to do. But most people get caught up in these combines and the hype of he this tall, his measurements only does that, his hand size. And I don't give a damn about none of that. What you do when you step on that field is what I'm going to pay attention to. That's all that matters. Baker Mayfield make plays. I'm going to take you back to three years ago. When he was still at Oklahoma. When he had his coming out party. It was against Baylor. Sunday. I mean Saturday night bright lights. It was against Baylor. The year before. Baylor. And TCU fought their way into a split. Both of them lost one game that season. And no one knew who was the better of the two. No one knew. So they was arguing who should have made the playoff out of those two teams that year. Neither one of them went to the playoff because Ohio State went on a run and got in and won it. And won it. Ohio State did, but they was arguing that either Baylor or TCU should have been in the game. That same year, TCU got beat in their bowl game. Baylor won theirs. Fast forward to the year after. Oklahoma played Baylor. Trevor Knight was benched in favor of Baker Mayfield. It was a shootout. Baker Mayfield showed his ass. He was dancing back there in the pocket. That's when I first got my first whiff of Baker Mayfield. And I said, this kid is special. Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback. Don't let the size fool you. Don't let the theatricals fool you. Baker Mayfield is the attitude you want. He told you, you either with me or you ain't. Duke Duke Johnson. That's what he told Duke Johnson. You either with us or you're not. If you want to get traded, fuck you. That's what you want. See, every quarterback can't be molded the same. 
You can't. You can't mold every quarterback the same. See, certain places need a whole repo. You see? And that's what Cleveland needed because they've been in decimal for so many years. That shit been straight garbage. Ain't nothing about Cleveland been good. Anything. Sewage tank. They've been in the dumpsters, man. So something, something, someone had to pull them out. You had a quarterback in Johnny Menzel where he was doing so much over there. The man was supposed to be studying the playbook. Instead, he dressed up like a whole character out here, man, just to go to the club. That's how bad it was going in Cleveland for that NFL franchise. Now you got Baker Mayfield. He win you seven games, and he telling one of the players, hey, you either with us or you're not. I'm for that. You got to report. You got to bring in a whole new attitude. You need a whole different mindset. And Baker Mayfield is doing that. So y'all don't hate on them. It's okay. They're going to be an okay team. I don't know how good they're going to be. But I think going forward, he's going to be okay. But let me get back to what I was saying. There's a couple of things you need as an NFL quarterback in order to have longevity. You got to have good anticipation. You need that. So quarterbacks that can't foresee, they aren't going to be able to be any good. You got to be able to throw receivers open because the windows are tight. Quarterbacks that can't do that, they really ain't going to make it. You can have a good season. You're an NFL player. I understand that. But you got to be able to throw people open. And another thing, your accuracy. You can't downplay it if you're not accurate. You're not going to win many ball games in the NFL, man. You got to be able to put that ball on the money. That's how you got to be. You have to be able to put that ball on the money. Quarterback. And you need to have good feet. Or the outliers, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, don't have to get their feet settled and it can still put that ball in a good space with accuracy you know those people that can throw from different angles that's only a few everybody can't get away with that people who get comfortable in when they take their backdrops and get their foot right and get their shoulder square and can deliver and be comfortable all in the same breath he's gonna be okay I think Cleveland made some good additions this year. The goal with Miles Garrett, they brought Olivia Vernon over. He's okay player. He's nothing all that. They hyped him up like he is, but he's okay. But when you got a player like Miles Garrett, a big boy that can rush the passer with that type of athletic freakishness, you put a couple of good players around him, that makes a good. Now, I didn't like that they got rid of Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins went back to New England. He was a good middle linebacker. Their corners and safety seems to be okay. So I think Cleveland is going to be all right. Moving on to the next team. The Bengals. They fired their coach. It was overdue. They quarterback the Red Rifles. He out of TCU. He's okay player. He's a gunslinger. A.J. Green is the best thing you got going over there. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on. 
Baltimore Ravens. You made the playoff. You got rid of Joe Flacco. Now, I remember the Baltimore Ravens has definitely been the team that they give the Steelers the most problems. And you know when we had our most problems with the Ravens? It was with Baltimore. It was with Joe Flacco. I don't like the decision of the organization getting rid of Joe Flacco. He did not have any wide receivers. Who did he have? Who did they give him? When the man had good wide receivers, he was producing. When he had Steve Smith, he was producing. When he had Anquan Boney, he was producing. Torrey Smith, deep ball, producing. When you gave him receivers, the man, well, that's anybody. If you don't get nobody no good receivers, I don't care. You, you, you finna be okay. You, you're not going to the playoff in a good division when Cincinnati is a pretty good team, when Baltimore is a good team and you still is always good, and then the LC with the Patriots and all these teams like that. The Chiefs being good every year, the Broncos being good. You're not going to get in the playoffs. So people overjudge and overestimate and don't really see the true value in, w- in where, you know, these players are at. That's their fault. Ozzie Newsom leaving. Baltimore going to take a step back. Listen, I gave you the key qualities in order to succeed. You can have a good season. You're an NFL player. I don't see it time and time again. Jamal Lewis runs for 2,000 yards. Peyton Hillis, the white boy for the Cleveland Browns, runs for 1,800 yards one year. And it was a no-show. Millie Vanilli had a one-hit wonder, man. So we understand these are NFL players. They're good players. They can have a good season. RG3. And I know what you're going to say. He got hurt. No, it ain't that. The man really just not that great. But you can have a good season. You're an NFL player. And I don't think uh, Lamar Jackson had a great season. They just made the playoffs. But if you can't throw, and all you think you're going to do is run with a thin frame, you're in trouble. That's not a good recipe for success. That's not a good recipe for success. I think the Baltimore Ravens going to take a step back. If Lamar Jackson don't learn how to throw the ball with anticipation and accuracy and can be able to throw people open, throw open receivers, it's going to be a long day. They're going to wish they went out, had got rid of Joe Flacco. So I think they're going to take a step back. And my Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm very realistic. We lost some blood. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and I'm going to be realistic with y'all. We getting in the playoff. We should have been got rid of the motherfuckers. Antonio Brown, he's a drama queen. He going to come back to realization Derek Carr is straight trash. And Big Ben is the real deal. Le'Veon Bell. He don't even know how to pass a drug screen when he know it's coming. Get rid of him. We don't need him. Not that type. 
we moving on. The defense played real good last year. And I think we added just enough pieces to keep that defense. See, because I measured how we play against the Patriots. We beat them. They won the Super Bowl. We was one of the top teams in the league, even though we didn't make the Super Bowl last year, folks. If you look at the top teams in the league, the Saints, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Chiefs, all those was one possession game. We had a really good chance at winning those games. We beat the truck. We beat we beat the Patriots off of defense. We lost to the Chargers. Bad calls. We lost to the Saints. Pass interference. Chiefs, they I gunned us. But we was right there. I think the defense don't stepped it up a notch. The Steelers is the team that you need to bet your money on this year in the AFC. In the NFC, bet your money with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They're going to be a good team this year, folks. They will be a good team. The Saints going to take a step back. Don't fall for that Drew Brees. He getting old. He started looking. He's starting to look it. The Saints taking a step back. Green Bay taking a step up. They ready. That, that, that running back they got, Aaron Jones, he the real deal. We already know what Aaron Rodgers is. If he stay healthy, they're going to be a good team. You can bet your money with them all year long. Bet your money with the Steelers. There's only been one team been able to beat the Patriots. There's only one thing that been able to beat the Patriots, man. A good quarterback or a really good defense. The Broncos did it in 15. And Peyton Manning did it. And Ben Roethlisberger did it. That's it. That's it. In order to beat the Patriots, good defense or really good quarterback play. Pittsburgh got the recipe. Y'all pay attention. If y'all been watching, you know. The LFC Central. The Steelers will win that division despite what the hype is. I know everybody talking Cleveland, but I'm telling you right now, the defense is that much better. The offense going to get back to the Bill Coward days. We got some good little receivers over there still. Switzer, he's pretty good. Juju, he's straight. Eli Rogers, he's pretty good. Dante Moncrief, he got a good quarterback. Jalen Samuels is a sleeper out of North Carolina State. Y'all sleeping on him, but I'm telling you right now, he's going to be Brian Westbrook-esque. When Philadelphia went on their run with T.O. and Brian Westbrook and Donovan McNabb, Jalen Samuels, the boy is skilled. That's who killed the Patriots last year in that game. He's a real good player. Watch out for him. And there you have it. 
for the FC Central and my Pittsburgh Steelers. So if you're going to bet your money, bet it with the Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. Those are That's my picks. Those are my two picks. Now let's talk about the NFL and the adoption of this pass interference review rule. How many people out there like that rule? I don't like it. I don't like it. Anytime you give power to the people that everybody is scrutinizing, you open up in a can of worms. See, everybody is scrutinizing this gambling thing. And everybody seems to think it's fixed already. Well, you want to talk about a way you can fix games? Allow them to review pass interference. Man, you don't never know. You can always sell bitch pass interference. Because every, every play, they hand fighting and touching and pulling and grabbing each other. So you, oh, that's pass interference. Oh, oh, the money on the line, oh, pass interference. Come on, man, you don't want that. You don't want that. Tell me why in the hell would you put it back in the same people's hands that couldn't even tell you what a catch was? And they just changed that rule. So now you finna go back into this box? This don't make no sense. This is dumb. Y'all, y'all overthinking. That was a mistake. And now how many times that mistake has happened? I, yeah, I agree. It was an egregious call. It was horrible. Even a blind man can see that. But damn, if a blind man can't see that, what the fuck make you think they're going to go on there and see it then? It was right in their face. So they're going to go on camera and see it? You putting the power right back in the motherfucker hands that didn't even know what a catch was. You opening up a can of worms. There's going to be mistakes. This is the human. You know it's going to be mistakes. You can't allow people to go up under the hood and determine if this is a pass interference or not. That's dumb. That don't make no damn sense. Why would you do that? So, uh, so if that's the case, then you might as well say, okay, let them review if it's holding or not. Oh, that's holding. Can we go review that too? If you're going to, because that's judgmental. I wouldn't do it. If I was the NFL, I wouldn't open up that can of worms. I think this is a bad decision. I really do. And I hope. They banned this. I hope they banned it and say, you know what? This ain't working. I hope they tried doing preseason and say, this ain't working. We're going to switch this up and we're going to get back to straight football, man. We're going to let the human control the game at the speed of the game. And the things that's reviewable, we'll review them. But pass interference, no. We're not reviewing that. First down, line the game. Touchdowns and stuff like that, yes. Because you got a rule on that. But the rule of pass interference, 
the interpretation is so crazy to a point where, oh man, we don't know what's past interference. We just don't know. So I just don't think, you know, putting a judgmental call on the officials in these crucial parts in the game when so much is at stake when the mobs in the casinos and the bookies and the sharkies all is depending on this one call. I think you opening up a can of worms. You giving the you giving the power to the mob. You giving them more power. Cause you can you you can fix the games easier that way. That's just my opinion. So NFL, if you're listening, outlaw that, outlaw that rule. Take it out. Don't set yourself up for that. It ain't no, it don't make sense. You're putting the power right back in the same motherfucking hands that didn't even know what a catch was. And now you change that rule. You'll be changing this one soon. I just don't want to interfere with the game because I love this game. I've been watching this game since I was two years old. I love it. And hopefully the NFL will hear it, hear the cries, and get it right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to my sports-only edition of my weekly podcast, What's Happening? You know I'll be coming back. With another episode next week. So y'all stay tuned. But until the next time. I'm P-Line. And I'm out.